0: You are listening to Be Simply? This is Suzanne Toro, aka She. You can anticipate being inspired, discovering some inner and outer wisdom and inspiration. Without further ado, let's dive into Be Simply. Oh, welcome to Be Simply. This is Suzanne Toro, and I want to thank you for being here for this segment of Soul Vibes and a little soul silence and sound and today we're gonna uh, dive into a little dharma talk and then we'll be heading into a silent respite with some sound nourishment on the last third of this segment and i want to thank you for being here in this moment no matter when you are uh, accessing this information And today, we're going to speak a little bit about unconditional love and pure giving. And those work hand in hand. And recently, I've been like a sleuth in my own consciousness, uh, decoding clues that I've been given about this unconditional love and pure giving. And the act of generosity is actually a clue for us in this moment on planet Earth of doing everything the opposite (laughs) that has led us to here. So control, the opposite would be to practice freedom. Uh, Greed, the opposite would be to practice generosity. Uh, To hate, the opposite would be to act in love and so on and if you haven't had a chance really recommend that you listen to the series I did on the Wettico uh, if you depending on where you're listening to this you can scroll down if you're on my website you can scroll down on the home page or use the search little lens there to look it up and the reason that Wettico is so important is that we are coming to a moment on planet Earth in the dualistic sense of unmasking uh, the Wetiko, a.k.a. you could call it the devil, evil, darkness, whatever you want to use, but it's the trickster energy that has actually manipulated what we believe to be so. And I use that word believe, uh, on purpose. If any of you have been listening to my talks, I recommend that you know things that you do not believe them. And if you want to come be a student of mine in meditation, you will learn more about that. And that you can really uh, forget about reinforcing things to mere duality and get right to the The work at hand, which is to clear the mind. And today we'll hopefully help you with a little bit of that. And so, in our society, we have a lot of grasping going on, and that's what samsara is. It's we grasp, we want, we uh, grab those things that we feel we are entitled to, or we're inspired to get to a certain goal, or whatever it might be, because. We think, oh, once I get there, I can do this. Once I get that, I can do this. If I have this, I can do that. Yet, I always bring us back to being, you know, farmers in an agricultural society and planet. That it takes some time, space. Space time, as the scientists would say. I would just say space for our crops to yield something. And so there's action required seeds to be planted seeds to be tended to until they sprout and then plants to be tended to until they bear fruit and so this is no great mystery and mother nature is a beautiful teacher of this and so in our society right now we're at the brink of a humanitarian breakdown because we have this grasping going on and you know this isn't this isn't just in business this is in theological practice this is in spiritual practice this is in scientific communities this is in environmental communities because there's been so much manipulation in all these places and when examining things when asking questions when staying objective and rational uh, you look for checks and balances and especially if you're in a theological faith-based commitment spiritual commitment checks and balances and objective examination are really important because that's how we get to higher states of consciousness and i promise you i can make this promise That if you are diligent and follow where you're led, you will understand something so beautiful about yourself in relationship to this world, to one another. And whatever path you have to take to get there will be uh, something that you paved the way to walk down long before here. And so when we look at the contrast between conditional love and unconditional love, we will notice a lot of interesting things come out of our mouth and into our mind uh, that especially occurs when someone doesn't behave the way we feel they are best to, uh, the conditions start coming out. <clears throat> and then the reason these condition, conditional love and giving this little dance between each other because this is how we reveal what is unconditional and what is conditional. And so as you dive deeper into any type of practice to honor your spirit, your soul, however you want to describe it, uh, you will be inspired to give. You will be inspired to be generous. And then... (laughs) You will see where you are conditional with your giving. And especially in times when economies are being manipulated, humans are being manipulated, people start getting actually greedy in those moments because uh, they feel like, "Oh, I got to take care of myself. And once I take care of myself, then I can take care of others. But it's actually reverse. It's, it's actually like, okay, I see a need over here, not a want, a need. And I can assist with that. Or you can't. That's something you have to get very clear on. And then where it becomes pure is to know that you are making a commitment to yourself to give to that need. in the purest way that you know how. And that's with unconditional love. And so when you give with unconditional love, guess what? There's no strings attached. And the beauty is, is even if that situation goes awry, let's say it's in a business situation and you gave to someone in need within your organization, but it came from the purest place. And then something shifted And their actions led to a reveal that might feel like a betrayal or they didn't follow through with what you thought they would follow through with. Again it might feel like you were let down yet even if you have to digest that situation you will not Go back to, well, I did, that that I can't believe they did that to me or to them. It's really then you circumvent a lot because you're not bringing karma forward, meaning that whatever you gave is free and clear, meaning there's no debt to it, to you, to them, or them to you. And then from there... It's just a matter of reconciling reconciling what occurred and having clear communication, uh, open heart. And then the other beautiful thing is that with unconditional love, one realizes uh, what is, again, bringing back in that objective, rational state of being. And so unconditional love, means that there aren't really any quote-unquote expectations sure there may be wants there but truly our needs are all that need to be met and as i've said before that's food water shelter clothing and in this day and age some currency (laughs) i read something i wrote oh gosh No, many years back, maybe eight or nine years back, I was referring to it as uh, monopoly money. And that's all money is. It's this fictitious thing that we gave value so we can get what we need because we all don't have farms. We're not uh, tending to our crops and feeding our family and our community. And uh, we don't have a small community of people creating the other needs so that we can do what we do. Uh And so, if those base needs are being met, then that leads into wants, right? And those wants, then that's where we start to sometimes get selfish, greedy. We start uh, grasping at these experiences in a form of entitlement. And if you really step back and look at the planetary system and how we're aware of one one another, that if we bring in unconditional love and pure giving, we start to see how we can meet each other's needs, those needs, food, water, shelter, and a mechanism to exchange for those goods if you cannot create them yourself. And one mechanism that's always existed is bartering. Uh, and then the other mechanism is to have some kind of monopoly money that has perceived value so that you can do what you need to do, what you want to do, what you're inspired to do. Yet yeah, you can see really quickly how the convoluted that gets, Right. Everyone wants to have the security of this monopoly money, yet they don't necessarily see the value of having a practice that cultivates unconditional love and pure giving. And when the focus is there, something really beautiful happens, life gets a lot easier. And then it's clear when people are not ready yet to understand what unconditional love means, what it means to be the student versus the victim, what it means to be the teacher versus the predator, what it means to be the mentor versus the enabler. And in those environments, we're encouraging each other and we're willing to be in each role at any given time. We can always be a student, we can always be a mentor, we can always be a teacher. Because each and every one of you that are listening right now have some information from this lifetime or before. You know, you know, If you have a family unit and maybe have had siblings, you'll notice that maybe your siblings have taught you things, even at a young age. You'll notice that your parents maybe have taught you things, so therefore you were the student. You might notice that you've taught your parents and your sibling sibling things. And in addition, maybe you've mentored all of them or one of them or someone outside your family unit or your extended family. And so this dynamic creates this flow of energy and this unconditionality to it and so some people might say well if you're unconditional people will take advantage but absolutely not because then if they're taking advantage from a conditional place the debt rests with them because you as an individual never brought a condition to the table so if you love unconditionally and you give purely, without strings, you don't hold a bank book and a ledger telling them that they owe you interest and all sorts of things because they didn't perform the way you had anticipated. And so right now, in this moment, We have the opportunity to bring integrity into all aspects of our life. And I find it interesting, the segment I did on integrity and truth. I don't know if it's an algorithm or people don't want to hear those words. They're tired of hearing them. But people seem to not engage with that segment as much. I'll have to go back and listen to it. But it is a key factor right now is to come into integrity with yourself and into truth with yourself. It will be a requirement to drop the conditions, and it will be eventually a requirement to practice pure giving, generosity. I have a friend he used to he calls it he probably still does uh, radical generosity, you know, and I I will say to my students and clients, you know, are you ready to be radically honest with yourself? It's easy to point fingers and judge one another, but are you ready to take some deep examination on yourself and go even deeper to understand the karmic truth as to why that's there? And are you ready to free yourself from that? So to bring yourself closer to a practice of pure giving and unconditional love. It starts from within, meaning uh, being unconditional with yourself. And unconditional is a powerful word because it, to me, on many levels means that There's no barricades. There's no obstacles. It means that you have no reason other than those previous conditions not to succeed, not to reach to your highest expression. Yet most of humanity creates all these conditions around what is right now in society and then what is for themselves. And that's why in this moment, mind training is so important. A very um, strong meditative repose practice, so important. Because the human species is impacted greatly right now. And this past two years is proof of that. Yet, I have complete faith in each and every one of us that we can find our way home. And so when you are unconditional with one another, it kind of feels like this. You love someone, your mom, your dad, and they do the best they can by you or maybe the worst by you. There's deeper karmic roots to that as to why it exists. But either way, if you choose just to love them, whether it has to be from afar or close up, there's a neutrality to that. There's a constant love without debt. And that's why an eye for an eye makes the whole world blind is because each time you go for Retribution, revenge, paybacks, you're creating a debt. And truly, conditional love isn't love. It's just something that was created by Hallmark and Disney and maybe a few other places, the movie industry. Unconditional love is unwavering. Yet it doesn't mean that you're a doormat doesn't mean you stay for abuse it doesn't mean that you uh, participate in that pattern means that you bring awareness and steadfast love to the situation and when you see it you start to migrate away from it yet still in unconditional love and Another way that you know that you're experiencing more of an unconditional love is that love is love. And even right now, uh, the humanity that's around us is complicated. And so even if we wrong one another, we can still feel love. And that would be more true to unconditional love. Yet as soon as we put the have-tos on it, you only get this love if you do X, Y, and Z That brings in that wetico. That brings in that darkness. That brings in stress, anxiety, fear. And it's not pleasant. And then that generosity becomes quite sour quickly. Because it has a heavy weight attached to it. So... If you're ready to explore what it means to be unconditional. What it means not to have excuses, that's how it looks to self. When we have excuses, those are conditions on our relationship with ourself. Yet when we point them out and work on those areas that need some work, Uh, then we get stronger. So the first step here would be to examine self, where there are conditions within how you relate to yourself, how you relate to your physical body, your mental, emotional, and spiritual body, where you make excuses. And the generosity that you give to yourself where you make excuses is usually not so good for you. (laughs) It means it diminishes your energy. And how I've explain this time and time again is energy has no opinion. You place the opinion on it. The choices you make will have a feedback loop. They will either diminish your being or they will lift your being up or it'll be completely neutral. And so typically when we're in a relationship with ourself that's built on conditions. Some of this comes from the patterning that we had and the relationships we've had with our family and our friends and so forth, our children. When all those conditions are there, then we start to have them with ourself or we started to have them with ourself before anyone, anyone imposed that upon us. And so I encourage you just to see where that is. And then from there... You could even pause this and write those down. And then take some time once you write those down to see how can I be unconditional with myself? Meaning, let's say uh, you've made a commitment to yourself to uh, get your physical temple healthier. But there's conditions there. Let's say you are in a reward-based system with yourself. If you do this, this, and this, then you can have that conditions. Yet, if you say to yourself, I want to live a healthier lifestyle for myself, my physical being, and that will spill over to other parts of your being, your mind, body, heart, and soul, Then you welcome in to see where you can be generous with yourself to do that. Pure generosity. Oh, I'm going to give myself the space to work out. I'm going to give myself the space to go get good food or cook for myself. I'm going to give myself the space to, uh, find someone to help me in this process. And once you start being generous to yourself in that way, things start to shift. Because you realize there's greater value to be in a generous, purely generous place with yourself versus one that has conditions placed on it. And please don't think that there won't need to be discipline there. Because to practice unconditional relationship with self and others, discipline will be needed. Just like objective awareness and rational awareness. So, you know, you might say, I'm going to be generous with myself and get a bunch of back rubs. And I'm going to be generous with myself and uh, treat myself to the spa every month. And I say that in jest because that might not be the best use of your resources if you really get honest with yourself. Uh, and so, that's where it takes some thinking. And even with generosity, sometimes the best generosity we can give one another is not to give anything to each other. It just depends. But the key is to welcome yourself to understand what it means to give purely, without attachment, without expectations, without conditions. And so, from there... You can look at your inner relationship, how unconditional is it with yourself? How free are you within your state of being? How clear is your mind? How clear is your heart? How much compassion and love, It'll, equanimity, unconditional love, equanimity, it's a constant. And then you start to explore how conditional your relationship is with your children, if you have them, your siblings, your parents, your extended family, your friends. And then you have to start getting really honest and see who has conditions with you. And do you want to stay in that dynamic? And how you bring it into balance. And each each. Relationship is going to be unique, filled with some karma, and uh, is needed to give it some thoughtful examination. So it's not like after this segment, you run around and be super generous in a way that um, is frivolous. Pure generosity is, is really special, and it's unique. Unconditional. Love is special and unique. And what that also does is it welcomes, if it's with yourself and others, it welcomes the relationship to actually function at a higher state of being because there's no longer this push-pull. There's no longer, if you don't do this, then you don't love me. If you don't do that, that's rude, da 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 There's none of that because it's coming from this equanimous place. And this generous place without conditions. And generosity in its purest form when it's happening creates more generosity. It's contagious. And Mother Nature mirrors this to us everywhere. She welcomes us to receive so we can give. We are designed to be of service to one another. And when we do that in harmony with unconditional love, pure giving, pure generosity, things begin to build from there. But as soon as we start to constrict, as soon as we start to constrict with someone else, we step out of that pure place. We step out of that unconditional place because all of a sudden we're imposing conditions on ourselves. Sure, there may be less resources around you, perceptually, yet if you're willing to receive in ways other than monopoly money, you might be surprised at what occurs. Uh, I'm thankful I giggle because I'm thankful for all the times that I've been able to see this process that I speak about come forward in such a beautiful way. Mm. And I give thanks for those that afforded me to bear witness and participate in those moments. So right now, as we go into this uh, silent meditation, we'll have Random Rab flowing behind us. He had some new music come out, so next week we'll bring in some new Random Rab undertones. And... Don't allow that music to distract you. Just allow it to be the constant, like the unconditional love running behind you. And then I welcome you to just follow your breath. Focus on a spot in front of you on the ground. Light a candle. And stay focused. Stay present. Be here. If you're... you're, Uh, at a place where your mind is clear and you're pretty solid in your silent meditation practice, feel free to close your eyes. And I welcome you just to take a nice gentle breath in. And out. Again, inhale. And exhale, another one, inhale, and exhale. Simply, if you're still in an upright seated position, just bring yourself back into a recline position if you're on a chair or a sofa, or if you're on your mat, recline back into Shavasana. And as you come to the earth, the floor, or the bed, just gently welcome your body to stay present, to soften and to continue to dive into your inner landscape. Simply observe that breath, closing the eyes and enjoying being here.
1: Ooh. Mm.
2: Hmm.
0: gently bringing your awareness to my voice taking a soft, gentle breath into the physical body and then exhale out another one, inhale and exhale One more inhale and exhale. Good, and then gently from there. Welcoming you to rise up to a seated position. And then taking another deep breath in and out. Again, inhale. And exhale. Good. One more inhale. And exhale. And as you continue to breathe in and out, I welcome you to just take a moment to be with yourself. And if inspired, Um, after we exit out with a little Kadri Scott, the circle. Take a moment just to evaluate, and even over this next week, uh, where you've been conditional with yourself and others, and where you could align to a higher state of being. And practice pure giving, a.k.a. no strings attached. If you're not ready to do that, then wait. Wait. Maybe even start with small ways of giving. Ease into uh, what it means to give purely without strings attached. Ease into what it means to be unconditional with your heart. Until next time, this is Suzanne signing out with a full heart, a soft gaze, a gentle smile, a deep bow, and a namaste. Be simply.